This is Oasis City Radio Music. This is Oasis City Radio Music. This is Oasis City Radio Music. Twenty-four hours a day at oasiscityradio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio, and the Oasis City Radio app. This is Oasis City Radio music. Oasis City Radio. This is Revive All with Oasis City Church Columbus, featuring pastors Bill Thamalaris and Adam Stewart. Hi, this is Bill Thamalaris, the lead pastor of Oasis City Church. And here at Oasis City Church, we use the term revive all because we believe that God wants revival, but he just doesn't want a personal encounter. He wants revival with all people in all walks of life, in all areas of life. I'm glad you're listening today. Now stay tuned for an amazing message from Pastor Adam Stewart. Today, of course, is Super Bowl Sunday. And, and we live in a, in a culture and in an environment that, that Super Bowl Sunday is one of the biggest events of the year. It gets bigger and bigger every year. It gets more and more money every year. And of course, this year it's in Las Vegas, which means God knows what's going to happen, you know? Um, but, you know, we often say in church, you know, you should, you should praise God the way you, you praise your football team. And so I saw a meme this week that said, you know, if your pastor encourages you to celebrate God like you celebrate your football team, how about you dump the, the, the gallon jug of Gatorade over his head at church this Sunday? Um, so, you know, I almost threw that up as, a, as like a funny, you know, thing to my story. But then I realized that some of you, one of you would do that. Like, I, I, I know you would. Um, so I just thought I would mention it. So, you know, we live in this culture where there's a Super Bowl Sunday. It's the biggest event of the year. It's the, it's the most uh, watched television event of the year, hands down, not even close. Um, it's a cultural phenomenon, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, but as believers, we, we believe and understand that there's a reason and a purpose of why we gather. There's a reason you came to an 1130 service today, right? Yep. There's a reason. There's a reason why we show up, but sometimes we forget the reason. So what is it that makes this special? Uh, if you're here in the building today and you're thinking, man, I feel something today and it feels good. What is that feeling? What is that expression? Why are people here so happy? Why are people um, excited? Why is it that here? What makes Sundays super? So there are many things. If I were to ask you now, even there would be many things that you would say of like why you come to church, why it is that you worship together. There's many things and there's no, no wrong reason. I'm sure there is a wrong reason the moment you say that there is. But, but, but there's many different reasons of why you come to church. And today I wanna talk to you just quickly about three reasons why I believe that Sundays are super, and it's the reason why we gather. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Number one, Sundays are super because we've, we've found the right place. Sundays are super because we've found the right place. The, the early Celtic Christians believed in this idea of what they called thin places. So the Celtic Christians believed that there were geographical locations throughout the land that were places where God was very near, 
where God could be accessed, where God could be found easily in these geographical locations um, that they called thin places, often a high mountain, often a significant place in their culture. And, and before you think that I'm talking about heresy this morning, I would remind you of what Bill preached to just two weeks ago. When, when Jacob landed upon a place and he fell asleep and he has a dream. And in this dream, he finds, he sees a ladder of angels ascending and descending, going up and back and forth into heaven. And Jacob wakes up out of his dream and is so impacted by this place that he renames this place Bethel, which means house of God. So Jacob has an encounter with God in a place that he renames the house of God in the middle of God knows where. Why? Because it was a, a thin place. It was a place where God could be accessed. It was a geographical location where people met with God. And then from that moment on, we see over and over again, future generations meeting with God in that place called Bethel. And so we recognize that there are things that we can learn about the place that we're in. And the scripture tells us in Psalm 122, you hear me say this in a paraphrased version almost every single Sunday morning. Psalm 122, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Why are Sundays super? Because we're in the house of the Lord. We're in a thin place. We're in a place where we meet with God. What makes it super? It's because it's the meeting place with God. And if you notice, what is the byproduct? What is the result of meeting with God? Well, I, we get what? Glad. I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. He didn't have to be in the house of the Lord yet. It was just hearing about the house of the Lord made him glad. How many of you could use a little more gladness in your life? How many of you know the world needs a little more gladness? What if Oasis City Church became known as the happy place? What you think about? What, what if the house of God became known as the, the place of gladness? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I think that's what we are. So I think that means if it's what we are, if we're not walking in it and experiencing it, we need to adjust our reality to the facts that the church of God is a happy place. Yeah. And so as we're adjusting our, our, ourselves to the fact of this, the best way to do that right now is just to tell your face, face, be glad. Yes. <laughs> be glad. I mean, sometimes you have to trick your mind. Sometimes first you have to put on a smile for your mind to like change, for your perspective to shift. Sometimes you just have to smile to say, you know what? I am glad to be here. I was reminding my children of this this morning when they had to get up at like seven o'clock in the morning, 7.50. I heard, no joke, this is only the second week we've done three services. And last week I was walking through the lobby uh, and one of our leaders was there with their kids and I heard him say this. Uh, listen, stop complaining. If you're a preacher's kid, you'd have to be here all three services. <laughs> so, so I'm talking to my kids this morning as we're driving to church because I recognize it's a long day for them. And you know, every, every weekend they don't have to be here all day, but a lot of them they do. And I'm trying to, to get them to understand that when we come to the house of the Lord, it is a choice to be glad. And, and they have this wonderful disposition towards it because they recognize. I was reminding them of the lives that were going to be changed. I was reminding them that today we're baptizing over 20 people today. These are people that didn't know Jesus, that have now known Jesus. 
And it's because they came to a place where they experienced Jesus and their life was changed. If that don't make you glad, I don't know what will. Because we're glad people. We're a happy people. That's who we have to be. So, so the first part of understanding of what makes Sunday super is that we've found the right place. Yeah. Say it with me. We've found the right place. One more time. We've found the right place. Number two is that it's full of the right people. Come on. What makes Sunday super? Well, they're full of the right people. Why, why is this important? Psalm 133. I love this. Psalm 133 says this. Psalm 133 says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to live together in unity. For brothers and sisters to live in unity, it is good and it is pleasant. So why is Sunday so super around here? Well, it's because you found the right people. It's because you're around the right people. And what makes us the right people? Well, what does Psalm 24 say that we've been studying and memorizing? Who are the people that are ascending the hill of the Lord? He, clean hands and a pure heart. Those are the right kind of people. People that say, you know what? I'm not going to act like the world and then come to church on Sunday. Come on. I, I'm going to clean my hands and I'm going to have a pure heart towards God. I'm going to allow him to cleanse me and to purify me. This is who I am because these are the people that sit and enjoy the presence of God. It's also the people in Psalm 133, the people that are united together. When brothers and sisters come together, that's unity. Yeah. That's the picture of the church. Those are the right kind of people. Now, if you take a moment and you look around the room here today, this is what I love about being in the round. Although we're not quite in the round. We're kind of into you or kind of in, I guess you could say the horseshoe. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I know you like that. I know you like that. We're, 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 we're the people who come together in unity with one mind, right? Uh, what did Jesus say? We've talked about this recently. This, this, where did Jesus pray to prayer over all of us as believers? Remember this? It's in the book of John. We've talked about it recently. Chapter 17, John 17. All of us should know this as believers. John 17. John 17 is called the high priestly prayer. Why is this important? I, I, I encouraged this a few weeks ago. I said, perhaps of all of scripture, of all of this, it's the most important chapter in the Bible. That's a strong statement. It's a bold statement. It's all good. You can't take one out and you can't, you, can't, you can't add one to it. Like it's all good, the scripture. We believe that. But, but John 17 is important. Why? Jesus says to his disciples, I'm praying for you. But then he says, but not just for you. I'm gonna pray for all of you in the future who come to know me and believe me. Yeah. So Jesus Christ, the son of God, is talking to his disciples and he says, let me say a prayer for you and for everyone to come. That's me. That's you. John 17, Jesus prays the high priestly prayer and he's praying a prayer for you and me. And what does he pray for? That we would be one as Jesus and the Father are one. You can't have a super Sunday if you're not united as a body. Why do you walk into some places and some even churches and you don't sense that God is there? You don't sense the presence of God. Quite possibly, it's because there's division amongst the body. 
Why do we walk into church here today, even here at Oasis City, and we say, you know what? There's something here. There's a presence here. There's, there's God is here. Why is that? It's because the brothers and sisters are dwelling together in unity. That's right. Listen, church, we don't play with unity. Yeah. Come on. At Oasis City Church, we don't play with unity. We don't play. You, you can't bring your garbage opinion into church. Listen, you can't bring your garbage politics into church. You, you can't bring your garbage opinion over whatever it may be into the body of Christ and cause division. Now, what we're looking for is not uniformity. We're not saying you have to vote this way and you have to believe this way. We're saying the kingdom of heaven supersedes all else. And Jesus said one thing, that we must be one as I and the Father are one. So unity above all else. We are a united body. That is who we are. And it's part of why we get to walk in the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit that is here. It's part of the reason why this is an open heaven because there's unity in the body. Look at your neighbor and say, you're the right kind of people. It's the right kind of people. It doesn't mean we're the same kind of people. As a matter of fact, in the church, diversity is required. This even shocked the one guy named Peter, the first pope. Because he stood up and said, yeah, Jesus is pouring out his spirit on all flesh. But in his back pocket, he thought that meant only all the Jews. He meant, yep, I mean, the old Jews, the young Jews, you know, the, the, the Jews from this country and that country, as long as you're Jew, it's all people. And then God had to be like, wait, 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 Peter. No, I really meant all people. And it shocked Peter at first. Like I'm, I'm, I'm chasing a little rabbit, but we need to understand that even in the beginning, unity was demanded and it was wrestled with and it was fought over. Do you hear me, church? Yeah. The unity of the church must be guarded. Yeah. And it's because of the unity of church that Sundays are super. Yes. Are you with me? One more and I got one minute and 30 seconds. Full of the right people, unity. Number three, following the right purpose. We're following the right purpose. We're, we're following the right purpose. So we found the right place. We're full of the right people and we are following the right purpose. What is the purpose? In Matthew 18, Jesus says this, this is before he's been arrested and crucified and buried and resurrected and ascended. Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says this in Matthew 18. You might know it if you've been in church where two or three are gathered in my name. What does he say? I am there in the midst where two or three are gathered in my name. All right. So what makes Sunday super? Well, well, it's because we're all following the same purpose. What's the purpose? If two or three are gathered, what? In my name. Two or three gathered in my name. So it's not two or three folk just coming together, but we've got to come together. What? In the name of Jesus. So why is this significant? There's an early Jewish tradition that, that the disciples would have been under. There's an idea in that day. There was, it wasn't law like constitution like we have here in America, but there was a, a way of doing life that there had to be 10 people in a village in order for there to be a synagogue built. Oh, I'm sorry, scratch that. It wasn't 10 people. There had to be 10 what? Men. Had to be 10 men. Had to be a certain age, right? All the women say hallelujah. You wasn't born in that day and age, all right? Patriarchy was a little strong in that day, right? So, so... We understand that, that there's this idea that there has to be 10 people, 10 Jewish people together for there to be a synagogue. And that's the place where you worship together. So 10 was a magic number. 
But there came what I'll call a, uh, so that we can understand in our modern constitutional republic, there was what we say an amendment to this thinking. And the amendment to this thinking was simply this. Actually, if two or three are gathered together and you study the law, this is what the, the Jewish tradition tells us, that the glory of God would be present. So it literally uses the word Shekinah. Now, this is not scripture. This is Jewish tradition, okay? Who's Jesus speaking to as his disciples? All Jews, right? So, so, so this would have been common knowledge for them to understand this saying that, okay, we know there has to be 10 for, for a synagogue, but if two or three are gathered and we're studying the word, we're studying the scripture, then we know that what can happen is that the glory of God comes and he's with us and the glory of God with just two or three. So then here's what Jesus does. He takes what they know and he flips it. So with that understanding, look at this again. What did Jesus say? He says, where two or three are gathered. Gathered what? In my name. Not where two or three are gathered studying the scriptures. Where two or three are gathered in my name. He was telling his disciples, listen, you're not going to understand this, but in a little while, I'm not going to be with you. But if you'll come together under my name, then something's going to happen. You see, up until that point, they could only know God through the law. They could only know God through the scriptures. God was not revealed to themselves in a person. God was not revealed to themselves in any other way except for knowing him through the law. And it required obedience to to an extreme degree and being perfect to the law and then offering sacrifices. And Jesus saying, I'm about to change the whole thing. It's not coming together to study scripture, but it's coming together under me because I'm the fulfillment of scripture. Yeah. Yeah. This is Jesus claiming, claiming his divinity. This is Jesus clearly saying, this is who I am. I am the son of God. He says, if you come together in my name and then it says what? Yeah. There I'll be in your midst. So where before the Jewish tradition said, the glory of God will come where you study scripture, Jesus is saying, I will come and be in your midst where I am lifted up. So where before Jesus is, is, is substituting himself saying, it's not through the law, it's now through me. And he's saying, it's not that the glory will come, but the glory will come through me. So my final thought on what makes Sundays special. We love the presence of God. We love the glory of God. We love that Holy Spirit lives in us and through us and that he is here when we gather together. But do you know what happens when we do come together? In Jesus' name, he shows up himself. As charismatics, we love the Holy Spirit. We love to know that the Holy Spirit's in the room and he's filled every single one of us and, and we can sense his presence and his nearness and all of those things. But can I tell you something, charismatics? Jesus is here. And, 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 and this is not a deep theological thing that we're getting into, but this is something that says, listen, the Holy Spirit is in us and he's here in the room, but Jesus Christ himself is present. Do you know how I know he's present? His word says so. His word says that Jesus is with us. And guess what happens with communion? When we take communion like we did before, what happens? Jesus comes. Yeah. 
We are partaking of him. We are becoming one with communion. When we, when we take communion, we're becoming one with Jesus. So Jesus is here when we take communion. He's here when we worship in his name. And guess what? When we're baptized, we are baptized with him. Like guys, Jesus is in the room. What makes Sunday super? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus makes Sunday super. And can I tell you something? There is no game, no rivalry, no, no Taylor Swift outfit that can compare, that can compare to Jesus being with us. There's no halftime show that can compare to Jesus being with us. There's no commercial funny enough to supersede the fact that Jesus Christ is here in the room with us today. And so the reason Sundays are super is because Jesus Christ himself is with us. If you want to find out more information about Oasis City Church, you can text more OC, M-O-R-E-O-C to 94,000, more OC to 94,000. You can also visit our website, oasiscitychurch.com. We'd love to see you in person. We'd love to connect with you. Thanks for joining us today for Revive All. If you'd like to find out more about the church that brought you this program, check out oasiscitychurch.com and look up our social media and live stream on YouTube. Oasis City Columbus is a diverse church that celebrates all cultures and backgrounds no matter where you've been because that's the way the kingdom of heaven is. We invite you to join us Sundays at our main campus in Westerville right off I-270 on East Wind Drive. And you can find all the details at the oasiscitychurch.com website. Thanks for listening today. Revive All is a presentation of Oasis City Church Columbus.